Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Tito, the host of the podcast 15 to Life, where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. And in case you didn't know, it's a little late. Sorry, I was on vacation with the family. Happy birthday to my beautiful baby girl, Leia. Um, we did a little cruise and celebrated her and my sister, Lisa. Lisa, happy birthday to you as well. Anyway, so we're back. It's late. It's going to be more like Motivation Thursday than Motivation Monday, but we're going to rock it out coming right at ya. All right, everyone. So today, what I really want to talk about is wants and needs and how it is so easy for, for us, and I always use this term as human beings, because I don't want this to ever sound like it's a male or a female or an age thing or anything else. People develop these, these, these tendencies to think that they need something or uh, they'll look better by having something or, or people will respect them more, whatever, right? Like, don't get me wrong. If, um, um, and, and mind you, keep everything in wants and needs. Everything I'm talking about is going to revolve around that. So when, when you go in somewhere and you see someone with flashy clothes, designer purses, you know, Rolex watches and, and driving a, a big Mercedes Rolls Royce or whatever, you might, you might look at that and go, wow, that person got everything going on. Right. And, and in that, it makes people want to do stuff. Why do you think there's so many knockoff uh, Louis Vuitton bags? There's so many knockoff all these other you know high end uh, Dewey bags and everything like that, right? Because people people want to feel like that person that they saw, and so they're they're willing to do whatever it is, right? Because they want that. Now the real question is. Do you need it? Now, now let's be realistic. You know, um, 99% of crap that we want, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep it real, let's say 85% probably, realistically looking at it, of things that we want, we really do not need. And when I say that, I mean, I want a car. I don't care if, if you don't have a car at all and you're going, damn, dude, I'm just I'm just saying I want a car, I need it. I need it to get to A and B. I need it for, and and you'll come up with 38 reasons why you need a car. Now, you might not be asking for a Mercedes or a Ferrari or anything like that, right? But you're saying you need transportation. Like, I don't care. I'll take a $500 car. I just need something that runs and da-da-da-da-da. But the question is, why do you need it? And then you say, well, I needed to get to work. I needed to go get groceries. And then I show you pictures, introduce you to 150,000 people that don't have a car that get to work. 150,000 people that don't have a car but drop their kids off at daycare and then go to work. So you don't need it. Now, don't get me wrong. Is it is it is it wrong to want to be more comfortable to make your life easier to be more efficient in the things that you do hell no of course it's not wrong 
I'm never going to knock you for wanting something that creates an efficiency that maybe garner you garners you some more time to do something else. No, that that's what it's all about: becoming efficient and being able to do things so do things faster and better so that you can do other things, right? But my question is, and I've seen this in so many people in my limited, you know, 47 years on this planet, I have seen so many people that want to create efficiency so they can dick around for the rest of their day. So I I used the word last week, challenge. Go to that word, challenge, 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 right? So when you're asking for something, what is going to be the return on that investment if you were to get it? So if you're asking maybe your partner saying, hey, I need more time because I'd really like to whatever, you know, lose some weight and I want to exercise. And your partner says, hey, I'll watch the kids an extra hour a day and, you know, you can go do your thing. Now, if you sit there and go, well, after I drank some coffee and I went to the bathroom, there wasn't even time to work out after that. Well, you know what? You're a piece of shit. Like (laughs) you need to figure that crap out. If someone was willing to accommodate what you were trying to do you know, then that was something that you wanted to do and they turned it into a need for them to help you and and you didn't follow through. So wants and needs, wants and needs. So if you want something to give you efficiency, make sure that it's going to get you something else that's beneficial, right? Or maybe you're being of benefit to someone else. You wanted that car because if you could drop off your kids and then go to work and then have that extra time in between, you could go help pass out food at a shelter or something. I don't know. Those are when you do change wants and you make them into needs because they're of benefit. And when I say benefit, this is going to sound so corny, you guys, but I swear to God, if you start getting on on a different head trip, and when I say head trip, I mean the way you see things and the way you value things, and more importantly, the way you value people, And in that relationships, right? People will look at you differently when they see you doing things that benefits other without wanting anything back. And the reality is the majority of people out there, and yes, more than likely you listening to me right now, you're probably one of them. And maybe not 100%, but we all have a little bit in us. Some of us, or I should say most of us, have a lot of it in us, which is when you do something... You're hoping to get something in return, right? Like the saying goes, it's a fair exchange and a robbery, right? So yeah, I'll I'll help you out because you're you're short on cash this week, but but then you're gonna turn around and ask that person for double that amount back the next week and say, you know, oh well, I was gonna use that money to do this and I couldn't do it. So now like I really need more money, you need help. Like people are always just they always got some other freaking motivation behind why they do stuff. And it's sad because when people need something and you offer your assistance for them to, to deal with that, you, you kind of screw up the, the good karma circle, right? So anyway, I talked about sacrifices before, about challenging before. So now I want you to understand that when you look at things and say, I need them, challenge yourself that One, is this something you really need? Like it is a necessity. Like if you don't have it, something bad will happen. In other words, like food and water, obviously those are needs. Oxygen, it's a need, right? You know, your body functioning, so healthcare and stuff, it's a need. Those are needs. You're you're fully justified in saying, man, I, 
for whatever reason, I can't sustain this, so I need help because of this. But so many people cry freaking wolf, you know, because they blew all their money on on freaking going out to a bar Friday night and now they can't pay their cell phone bill. Uh, here's here's a trick, sweetheart. You don't need the cell phone. Uh, we didn't have them before. Get a freaking landline. And if it's really important, you'll get the message and you'll call them back later. Like, I mean, there, there, there's just so much that I get so fed up with people saying that. Um, so... The other part is the sacrifice piece, right? So if you really think you need something, once again, are you willing to sacrifice something else to get it? You know, I guarantee you, if you laid out all of your bills right now, put all your bills on the table, every last one, I'm talking phone bill, I'm talking a car note, if you got rent, a mortgage, insurance, you might have renters, owner's insurance, uh, car insurance, uh, freaking health insurance, like, all of that stuff, right? Phone bill, uh, maybe you owe on your phone, like you have to pay for your phone. Like you put all that stuff on the table, spread it all out, and you can be like, oh crap, you just made me depressed. I'm sorry. It's, it's more about looking at that. And if you're really like up and up and up on things, you probably already have all this in a spreadsheet and you kind of you kind of know your cash flow, right? You have your own little personal like uh, profit and loss statement where you got your cash flow statement of, I get paid on these days and I make so much and then these bills hit on these days and, you know, I make sure I keep that much money in the bank, you know, because you're smart and you're ethical and all that other good stuff. And maybe if you're really smart, there's some savings at the end and you're putting that somewhere that's either an investment or or a high interest yield, which nowadays sucks, but there's some okay ones out there. But needless to say, you're doing something smart with that, right? But if you really look at it, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll use myself, my family as a case in point. Um, we're, we're actually moving uh, out of Texas and into Indiana. And, you know, one of the things we're looking at, um, aside from, you know, a new, a new property, though, is, is kind of like all the surrounding costs around the property. So we're looking at our, our like, we, we pay for full cable, internet, like all this, like all the bells and whistles, right? And it's funny because neither one of us watch all that junk. Like, I like watching movies. My wife likes watching YouTube stuff. So pretty much everything she watches is free. And she'll jump on the TV every once in a while, but not enough to pay a a $200 a month bill. And I like movies, but the reality is, is, I hate to say this, you know, back in the day, if you had HBO... You know, you were the you were the the stuff, right? Like everyone was like, "Ooh, let me come over and see all the movies and stuff." Now it's like I'm watching movies that are all freaking on Netflix and, and Amazon Prime and stuff. So I get that stuff free. Why why do I need you know to pay for it? So we're looking at it like, man, let's just get high speed internet and we'll stream everything we need. So that that's one way you got to do it sometimes. And from a a business perspective, that's what you should be doing on a regular basis reevaluating things i think is it's preposterous that we have these services out there where people will charge you freaking like 40 bucks or i think i saw one that's like uh you pay a 100 bucks up front and then you pay like 10 or 20 bucks a month but they guarantee to reduce all your bills by 20 percent all they literally do is talk to you and then go out and look for the deals that you're just too lazy to sit down and do yourself. They find you deals, they call and complain and stuff and get your stuff reduced. Everything you can do yourself. And they make a, a lot of money off of you. So 
Think about that. What if you just did it yourself? The reality is, nowadays, it's all about wants and needs. I want everything. I need everything. And I don't have time to do all that stupid stuff. And we do so much impulse buying. Like, you get freaking 38 emails a day with, oh, look at this great deal. It's $75 less than we found it anywhere else. Only available for the next three days. And what do we do? Oh, let me buy it right now. And the next thing you know, you see your credit card statement and you're broke and you're talking about, but I needed this stuff or I really needed 75 cases of this because I buy one a month and I couldn't get it at a better discount. Uh, For real? Yeah, no, I don't think so. So I, I think I'm ready to switch gears now because I wanted to get you guys mind wrapped around the want and need thing. But now let's switch it up. What I really want to talk to you guys about, and I hope you're still listening. I didn't scare anyone off. How does that apply to your personal professional development? What you really want or what you really need. And when I say that, what I mean is, um, are you asking for what you really need? And, and when I mean that, um, I'm talking very much in the sense of, like, what do you need to grow as an individual? And I've, I've said this in some of my talks before, but you have to think about not what everyone else freaking wants you to do. So, like, just because mommy wanted you to be a ballerina, if you don't like dancing, freaking say, I don't want to. I want to be a mathematician. I want to be a scientist. I want to learn what chemicals to make mix to make shit blow up. Like, that's what I want to do. And then find people that are willing to invest in you because they see that potential in you. And I know every motivational speaker, myself included, <laughs> will sound crazy in the sense like you should go quit your job today and go find someone that will believe in you and pour money into you and make you into this great person that you can be. No, don't quit your job. Don't do anything stupid. What I'm saying is follow your dreams and your passion and find something that if nothing else, nothing else aligns in some manner to, to things that you like or are passionate about. And if nothing else gives you the ability or the time to invest in that off, of the clock, right? Where you might be learning something at work and then you continue that education or or vocational training outside, maybe in application form or whatever. And also understand that sometimes our wants are not ours. And, and people, uh, I need you to listen. Like if you're driving, like try to pay attention as much as possible or re-listen to this part later. But I need you guys to understand, so much of what we think we want has nothing to do with us personally. And and I say that as someone who, like, I feel like I had the shackles broken off of me. As much as I like some nice, quote-unquote, nice stuff, I am someone who you can throw in a nasty apartment and everything, and I'm going to just make the best of it. I might not like it. But I'll deal with it. And if I can have a mansion, well, hell, I'll, I'll, you know, hey, I'll probably take that too. But my point is, is I used to let other people tell me what I liked. 
and they didn't have to be around, right? What and now it's a hundred times worse. Mind you, when I went to prison, please don't forget, internet was only out for a few months, like for real. So for all you youngsters that are listening, like there was no such thing as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or any of this other crap. Matter of fact, MySpace was still popular when I got out. You know that I mean, and that was when I got out. So when I what I need you guys to understand is we get so much influence from the internet, and we're on it so much. Um, there's even a lot of workplaces that are incorporating this into their their policies. Because people literally have anxiety issues when they're not around their phone. Oh, my God. It's the craziest freaking thing I've ever heard of. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, for anyone listening that feels offended, uh, grow the hell up. Because what would happen if you were dropped into a situation like I was? Don't get me wrong. I screwed up. I went to prison. Don't think it's that hard to get in there. Matter of fact, I guarantee you the... There's a whole bunch of people that could have been in prison that weren't just because they didn't get caught. And and it, it's not even great, big, huge crimes. It's just enough little stuff, such as drinking and driving and other things, doing it 28 times. If you got caught three of them in California, you'd be doing prison time. So just think about that for a second. But the the, the point revolves around, you know, like, like people act like... They, they can't live without their phone. Um, it wasn't that long ago that those things didn't even exist. Smartphones, right? Internet, social media. Social media wasn't a thing not that long ago. Let's be real here. Um, iPods did not exist, you know, what, 20 years ago. So think about that. But needs to say back to, to you personally and professionally. What do you really want, right? This could apply towards your um, significant other, your relationships, to being a parent or not being a parent. This could be getting a promotion at work or leaving to explore other endeavors. Um, it could be you, you just want to learn more, uh, whether it's professionally, maybe... Uh, if you're in landscaping, for example, you want to learn how to do um, irrigation because it would be a nice add-on. Like, are you expressing those wants, which are great? They're not necessarily needs, but it could be a need for you, but to your employer or your supervisor or your friend, it might be a want. But if they know about it, you'd be surprised how many people would be willing to help. The other thing is, if you want your wants to turn more into a need in the sense of the sense of urgency behind it, one, make sure they're not BS, right? Don't have stupid wants like, oh, I want to be able to buy a Louis Vuitton bag every other day and I want to be able to, you know, um, go get my nails done. And I, uh, I'm using a bunch of women analogies. I'm sorry. Uh, let me pick a guy thing. Like, I want to put new big tires on my Jeep and I want to you know, build a couple of sheds in the backyard and, and all this stuff. I mean, what it comes down to is your wants should be something that, that helps you grow, whether that's mentally, whether it's physically, 
whether it's spiritually and and they may not be needs but by making them earnest and genuine they get closer to that side and when people see you and not to mention let me let me throw this out there too when you see other people doing that if you help them and encourage them to continue that and stay on that 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 path of growth right that that comes back to you people push it back on you people will thank you for it uh pe- people will look up to you in a sense right so you know the the challenge for the day is understand the difference between your wants and your needs but also reanalyze what you really want and more importantly why do you want it and is this something you want or is it something that you're trying to do because you feel like it'll make you a better person if you had something right and when i say that i say it because i know people that think if they have the right kind of shoes on or the right you know brand of jeans or the the right you know t-shirt or whatever or a sports bag you know that the people are going to think differently of them and and here's the thing um if they do and think about this if someone treats you different because of the car you pulled up in the kind of clothes you're wearing hell even just your general appearance i mean don't get me wrong if if you're all scruffy by choice, or I should say like dirty and funky. Yeah, maybe some people might be justified in not, not being around you. But what I'm saying is, if though if for just materialistic reasons, people don't like you, um, are those the people you really want to be around in the first place? Um, and think about that on the other side of the defense too have you ever looked down on someone because of the way they looked what their name was their race their color their religion their whatever so remember a lot of our wants come from a place that has nothing to do with us it's more commercialized i I know i've talked about this a few times but you know it's the the commercial market out there the capitalist market out there is all about feeding you crap Every which way that they can, radio, TV, social media, to get you to buy their crap and to buy it for other people too. So they could care less uh, if anyone accepts you afterwards. But when they show you the commercial, oh yeah, if you're wearing these shoes with my jumpsuit, everyone's going to love you, right? Your favorite rapper wears it, singer, sports athlete, whatever it is, right? So... Is that why you want it? Or do you want it because it's the most comfortable shoe you've ever put on your foot without caring what the brand was? If it's a JCPenney slipper and it's the most comfortable one, are you willing to wear that and not care what other people think? You know, I need shoes. Here's some uh, pro wings. Oh, man, not those. Well, then you don't need them. You want shoes, right? So anyway, think about that. More importantly... Think about it on a personal development level, personal and professional. Really assess where you're at, where you want to be, and what you need to get there, or what you just need to feel or learn more, feel better or learn more about something that you're, you are passionate about. Anyway, 
I'm sorry I'm sick, so I keep having to pause this while I cough my lungs out. But anyway, love y'all. Sorry I didn't get this out earlier. And I'm doing this from Indiana with a makeshift setup. So sorry if the sound isn't great. Anyway, hit y'all later.